0: Yeah,
1: we're back. Could one of, could someone, actually, could all three of you collaboratively give a brief summary telling the listeners who don't exist where we left off, instead of me giving a coherent one? Because I'd rather, I'd rather do that.
2: Say less. So basically, Javian's sister Sabrina is in town, and she is big mad because there is some old oppressive man in the patriarchy who has um given their family the little stab stab and i'm not talking about a vaccine um and so what we said we were gonna do is we were gonna go and you know unalive him but instead we hesitated um because we didn't know what the vibe was and then I don't know where, or I don't know how, but he pulled this silly little goofy little Houdini moment and disappeared. And now Sabrina is hashtag big mad. Um, And we're not sure if we hashtag stand with her or not. Um, So we're trying to figure out if we need to continue hunting down the patriarchy or if we need to just go have our own hot girl summer.
3: I couldn't have said it any better, honestly.
4: I only have two notes. One, it's Sabina with no R. Yes. <laughs> Is
5: two, I, I think she
0: knew Andrea. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and two, Xavier's family was partially killed by hashtag girl Lashla, the only
2: female general.
0: So, oh, slave. Then why are we
2: even mad? Because while I support women's rights... Even more, I support women's wrongs.
3: Girl, go- oh, girl boss.
1: Gaykeep.
2: <laughs> Gaslight. Gaslight.
1: <laughs> Maybe he wakes up one day and he's just like,
2: you know Play what?
1: I-, I feel like it was kind of a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Who am I mad at again? We're trying oh to fight for God. equality, but women are not stepping up and committing 50% of the homicides. We really need to do <laughs>
3: more. Do more. <laughs> cool. that's our official another one sound now.
1: <laughs> we that's the best sound. Woo, anywho welcome back folks <laughs> Um. also I officially vote that from now on instead of me Jenny doing has intros to do Jenny does intros and I just sit here with my finger on like a line and the more right it is my finger goes up and the more wrong it is my finger goes down and then at the end you guys can just give revisions because that was awesome
2: exactly and i feel like because the listeners can't see your finger they can assume that i'm right all the time
1: (laughs) i just realized that i should have oh i do have spotify up with our library zach you're such a big kid um this is adventure 64 for all the note-taking nerds this is a level 13 adventure oh i haven't gotten to say that in long enough time y'all and I forgot we were level 13. This campaign has been going for a long time, huh?
3: Say it again. Say it again.
1: I said I, I forgot ready. that we were level 13. No, 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 no. no. 64? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Adventure 64. I just can't believe it's level 13. Like, this is a long campaign, y'all. Oh, um, you're
3: telling me. <laughs> what is that?
0: I don't
1: know. Okay, it's a level 13 adventure, and the date is 3488. I almost said peanut, peanut butter. butter. PB. We said it. Oh, did we say it on this one, too? Yeah. Callie started it. Oh, did she? Yeah. I don't remember things. Uh, Peanut Butter, Bial K'Neth. And it's the 30th, y'all. It's about to be a different month. This is Adventure 64. Hell to pay. Welcome back.
5: I don't like that title.
1: But the title likes you.
0: I don't
1: know. Right. So. Get that music to loop.
3: I just had, no offense, a stroke trying to spell Kenneth. I don't know who would that offend, but...
1: Girl, why did you say no offense? I don't
3: know. I just <laughs> didn't want to offend anybody. K'nethian
1: <laughs> audience is like, wow, we get this all the time. <laughs>
2: I bet they have a pretty hard time spelling Kara, okay? Listen,
3: I don't even know how to spell it anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, I missed this soup. Kara right, so, or... <laughs> <that> too. <laughs> Sorry, Maya. Okay. So, Advent Um, you guys are waking up on the morning of Bialcana 30th. It is a summer morning. Um, you have spent the evening camping out on the massive stone ridge that um, guides along the eastern edge of north-central Unsen. Specifically you guys are at um uh devant or however you say that correctly in French. Um and you know, no, it's Insinian. I'm standing my ground. I forgot about how this works. It it's that's it because the language is made up. So that's how that works. Yeah, Zach. Um and so that place <laughs> means Windwalkers and Insinian, Um uh <laughs> you guys are there. And and a much less happy note, uh thousands of people are dead. So you guys are up on a cliff and you have just spent a day um sort of arguing and fighting with uh, Savina after um, you guys rocked up to kill Vashnazan and then thousands of people died. There's been a lot of like inner turmoil and angst and Savina has like sort of um, stormed off for a bit after you guys have argued. She's come back. She's apologized a little bit and um, everybody's cooled down a little, but there's definitely still some tensions and some questions about what you guys are doing. On a very serious note, there is a massive battlefield full of um, many, many, many dead people and, uh, you guys helped stop a Kefkin attack, but thousands have died. And um, there is still a massive obsidian dragon coiled up uh, like a gigantic statue um, nearby on the ground. And um, the, um, uh, oh my goodness, Kara, what's the name of the, the Eric Cochran nation that I made? This is literally my world. Um, Tetral. The Tetralian... Wow, okay, I'm I'm just the writer. Um, thank you. The Tetral... It's been a while. Um, the Tetralian um, uh, priesthood has gone to fly off and try and recover the queen and bring her back here, but you guys have basically communicated your business with them and they've been like, hey, we're like trying to handle our wounded, but thank you so much for coming to our aid. All that has gone down and you guys all went to sleep in your own um, uh, your own separate um, ways and times. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you what. We'll say this is the evening, so um, the sky has melted away into dark colors. It's almost its almost a black. It's like a very, very, very dark navy blue, and there's starting to be silver pinpricks all in the sky. Um, uh, what are each of you all doing as the night is winding down? Uig has pulled into his shell. He's gone quiet. What you guys doing? Oh, and uh, uh, Savina has walked away. Um, I mean, she kind of, like, made peace enough with you guys, but left off on a tense note, and she's gone, and she's gonna, like, sleep near the dragon.
3: Um, is, uh, are we, like, going to sleep, quote-unquote?
1: To sleep, quote-unquote.
3: Like, is this, like, the time of the day? I'm just trying to...
1: Yeah, 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 it's it's evening. Okay, okay.
3: Um... Can I take and make a note for Ueg that he's going to, like, prepare spells before he goes to sleep? So I can... Yes, ma'am. Yeah, cool. Of course. Okay. Cool.
1: Before Ueg goes to sleep, he dutifully pulls out some clerical texts, reviews them, remembers he can't read, decides what he's going to do, and goes to sleep. I'm just kidding. He can read anyway. <laughs> Dungeon Mastering.
4: Illiterate King. Yes. <laughs> um
1: I can't stop right, me. Andrea, if I can't Inspiration. Read. If you didn't have it, that was awesome. Thank
4: you. I haven't had inspiration. I have had inspiration in years.
1: Okay.
4: Um. So our boy Javian, like the like, nerd he is is gonna write his journal about the battle and um, you know, just about how you know the whole world's on our shoulders and it's fine. It's totally fine. He's just gonna. Honest,
1: but where are you? Where? where are you writing? So, to give context, you guys are on a very large cliff. It's massive. It's like it's kind of like the depth is not as severe, but the width. It's like st- it's like sitting on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Um, if the Grand Canyon only had one side, like it's very long. It's not narrow. Um, I'm sure you guys can come up with better geological comparisons, but you know. Um, so you guys are up there, and uh, the dragon is like pretty far in toward the center of it. It's maybe like almost a thousand feet across the top of this um high drop and uh so savina is like hundreds of feet away and like the little camp you guys have like a little fire going um in uh just like sort of like about 100 feet away from the edge um so where are you like near the group where people have pulled out packs are you like what are you where are you doing this Shavian? where are you going about your business
4: like super close to the edge but my back to it
1: oh okay okay so there is a um, there's a battlefield behind you which is still smoking. It has been smoking all day. The the and even from the distance that you all can see, you can see that um, where the dragon breathed its like horrible um, hate magic fire down, the earth is very scorched and has not stopped smoking all day. But some of the places where it fired its lightning, more of that crater glass has formed on the ground, um, and uh, there are. Um, There are like charred dark spots all over the place and still smoking wreckage. And um, you can still smell the scent of like ash in the air, as well as the distinct um, harsh scent of smelted iron is like kind of still hanging around in the air. Um, And specifically Javian, no matter where you sit, no matter where you look, you can feel the dragon. You can feel its presence nearby. You like, it's sort of like um, sitting close to something like very electrical. Uh, like or like having your finger a small distance away from a highly electrical source, but you feel it at all times, even as it's like hundreds and hundreds of feet away from you, and your back does still feel very warm. Um.
4: I look at my wrist. Is the maker symbol even there anymore? I know it's been fading.
1: You can see it there faintly, but it's it just looking kind of faint.
4: Okay, I, Javy's not really gonna do anything. He he's just gonna vote.
1: Okay. Um. Javen, as you sit there and you write, how do you hold your journal in your hands? How do you how do you do that?
4: Um, I guess up with my left, writing with my right.
1: As you sit there writing, you hold the journal you start to get like kind of like a pain in the middle of your hand it's very small um and to be clear you all are adventurers um these characters are not like us uh they are all in well not not dissing anyone here they're all in tremendous shape for sure without question but they're they have they have very calloused points on their bodies and um, they're very used to not just like discomforting um, pain, as even more than we are from walking great distances and sitting in awkward positions for long periods of time. But they're also used to very intense pain. Everyone here has not only gone a ton of you know emotional and psychological trauma but a ton of physical trauma. Their bodies have seen severe damage and were it not for healing magic everyone here would be dead. Um, so pain has to reach a little higher to kind of proc onto y'all's scales now especially for like characters such as WeeWoo. Um, <clears throat> but... Javen, you just have like a slight cramp in the middle of your hand. And uh, it's just like kind of in the center of your palm. It runs down your wrist and sort of right in between some of the bones in your middle of your wrist. And your hand is just... It just cramped a little. But uncharacteristically. Because your hands have gotten kind of strong from all the times uh, on the road and abroad. Okay, I, I, I pull
4: my sleeve back and... It... Okay. Which hand is
1: it? Uh, your left hand.
4: Okay. So so I set myself down, down and I like... Shake it
1: out. Okay. It you know you expect to alleviate the muscle with some stretching and it doesn't. And um could you make a perception check with me?
2: Yes.
1: You have dark vision, correct? I'm pretty sure you
2: do.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, you have like the darkest dark vision, I remember now.
4: Yes, I have special dark vision. Uh sixteen. Okay. Oh, I get to write down a roll.
1: Um and uh As you peer with your eyes, the center of your palm, the skin is darker than the rest of your hand by just a little bit. It looks a little discolored. It could be like a bruise maybe, but it looks a little the wrong shade. The weird part is that it runs down the center of your palm in between the muscles branching to either side of your hand and down into your wrist a little bit.
0: It's
4: It's dark the whole way down.
1: Yeah, but just like kind of like a little line. And then as you flip your hand over, it's a little dark on this side too line
4: okay um I'm gonna poke it
1: it feels very slightly harder than the rest of your skin like 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 a little tense
3: okay
4: i'm sure this is fine there's this is nothing bad um i'm, t- I'm yep yeah, okay okay um no, nope, no, nope. JD is in a fucking mood. He's going to pull out a dagger.
1: Okay. <laughs> you pull out a... It's um. It's some uh, Uncinian knife that you guys bought in Poros Song a long time ago. Simple, but elegant. Gleams um, kind of even from a distance away from the firelight.
4: So how far down does it go?
1: It goes down about two inches down your wrist. Not very far at all.
4: And on the front and the back.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Um, it's a line, but... Well, I don't want to kill myself, so... Well, if I slit this way, that's bad.
1: It is. It definitely is.
4: Um, I guess we am gonna take the edge and kind of, like... Kind of, like, poke right here.
1: Yeah, right. No, I understand. So you're not, like, stabbing your arm, but you're just poking the skin. Oh, I mean, you can do that with some I'm force. i
4: trying ball. to see if... Since it felt hard, I'm trying to see if it's harder to cut my yeah. skin there. I but, yeah, I'm not trying to slip my wrist.
1: I, I completely understand. <laughs> so, I mean, I understand why some people are like, Hey, DM, I swear, like, don't make me give un- un- you know unintended consequences. So, um, as you press the knife against your skin a little bit, yeah, like, it's, it's like very, it, it's slight, it's minute, but it is slightly harder than the rest of your skin.
4: Okay. I frown, I put the knife up, I roll my sleeves back up, and I I take some cloth and, like, wrap my hands. Okay. So you just
1: bandage it up. Gotcha. Yeah.
4: No, I'm not just, I bandage that spot, but more importantly, I'm covering my palms.
1: Yeah, that's, yes, yes. Jenny looks like she's looking for the unmute button. There we go. Hey, honey, what you
2: doing?
1: Okay. There's a of boots on the grass as we approach approaches.
2: We have a knife. Put away my knife. Oh. Hi. I'm just. I'm just.
4: You know, writing my journal.
0: Uh huh.
4: Got a hand cramp. So that's enough for tonight.
2: Got a hand cramp. From writing?
4: Yes, you're, you're holding the pencil and...
2: I know how to write.
4: I was not insinuating. I was just,
2: I, I may have been pressing a bit hard. We was definitely a little bit sussed out. But it's it's a... Like, he'll talk about it with me when he's ready type beat. Um, I'm just gonna go back to helping uh the locals pick up the bodies with my big burly biceps
1: um absolutely that's that's kind of been it's like late evening everyone's uh everyone's kind of called it a night for a little bit um and they spent most of the day doing that so most of the wounded have been recovered with great effort so it's very much just you and the rest of the party at the moment we um By the fire, I assume, Janice, I don't want to speak for you, just nod if I'm correct. Janice is by the fire, and Javian is just a distance away doing his journaling. Um, Is that correct?
3: How close are we to the edge?
1: Well, I mean, how close do you want to be? Be wherever you guys set it up.
3: Probably be kind of far back, I'd assume. Okay, so maybe like 150
1: feet away from the edge, the fire is set up. So Janice and Ewegg and Barry are over there. Um, I'd
3: like... I'd be kind of wanting... Uh, would there have been a spot I'd be able to... Well, hopefully. I'd try to maybe make a roll or something to see if there was like a really stable rock to like sit on like by the edge or like no, really close no, to the you guys edge. Have
1: been, you guys have been traveling for so long. I think, I mean, you guys have been all over the place. I think you would just determine that easily. Okay. Um, so yeah, you found a rock near the edge that you're sitting at. Okay. And actually, I'll tell you what, Um, I forgot. I. Callie gave me notes for today. Um, so uh, Barry is actually also not by the fire. So currently the only person by the fire is you especially since we has walked away. Um, so at a separate location, a little distance away, Janice is sitting near the edge and at a distance, like pretty good, far away from you guys, like maybe like 300 feet away. Barry is standing, is standing at the edge of the cliff and uh, staring off, but okay. So Janice, what are you doing? Where are you at? There's like is. a there's like a sturdy outcropping at the edge of the cliff, and you are sitting on it.
3: Okay, cool. Um, I am just gonna be. Uh, how clear is the night? Is the night the very clear? Okay. Beautiful. Um, I'm gonna focus up at the stars. Has anything changed? Everything where nope. it's at.
1: Well, make a make a perception check for me.
3: Heck yeah. And that is a seven. Did
1: you say seven? Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> We're a little rusty.
3: Yes, we are. I haven't looked up at the sky in a minute.
1: A little well, disoriented. Stars, which is not challenging. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great deal of smoke in the air, so it is le- it is legitimately obfuscating things a little bit in columns. And sort of inconveniently, some of the smoke columns are just in the way of where you need to look. Like the parts <laughs> in the sky you know some of the stars can be and move to.
3: I think um, also I'm a little cloudy, like brain-wise. Well, I was little... about to say...
1: The other problem is every single time you look over the cliff, you also see dark patches all over the ground in your peripheries, and it's kind of painful to look at, yeah. um, given what happened earlier today and how heavy that is. Yeah. Um, I w- I'd like you to make a separate perception check for me. Okay. As you look up at the sky.
3: Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration, honestly. No problem. Because <laughs> I just rolled a two. <laughs> No no, let's have it. That is much better a sixteen.
1: Okay. Sixteen. Sorry, I'm putting down a note real quick. Um as you uh, as you look up, you can't see any of the stars you're looking for and you go to look for that, like gold one that moves around and all that. And um as you look up you realize that dark red star in the sky that you do know about. Um, it's just a little bit brighter than it was previously. Just very, right. just a smidgen.
3: Um, sorry. Okay. okay. Um, Man, um sorry. truly. Um, I'm just going to be, um. Kind of, like, trying to, like, focus back on the Maker, I think. I'm gonna be, like... That event, first of all, I feel like I've been, like, really removed away from, like, the Maker and everything. And, like, kind of the goals that have been at hand um for, like, me personally. Um, so I think I'm gonna try to use my maker sands thing to make... Like the most like beautiful maker's hands, or I mean maker symbol, symbol, um, like little medallion that would like fit in my palm
1: as possible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Roll it. Roll a d twenty.
3: Okay. An
4: eighteen.
1: As you focus. You, you think so hard about the uh, the image of what you're trying to create that you um, you don't even notice that with your lips you've started muttering in deepest speech. And there's just like the softest little glow of gold from beneath your eyes, some of your palms light up, and then just falling down into your hand is an intricate and gorgeous um, metal relief of those five circles overlaying and Trinarian patterns. And um, it's made out of, uh, like... Uh, electrum, oh, which is a precious metal, and not how that typically goes. And we'll call it like two inches across. Anybody, okay. beautiful, pristine.
2: Um, and two I'm inches gonna... is actually average. Sometimes it might be a little bit too big for some people. Okay. Just clearing that up.
1: <sighs> Welcome back to Legend of the New Ones, everyone. What are you saying, Kara? I'm you say... know what, Jenny? I missed you, inspiration. <laughs> Carol, what are you saying? I'm gonna say that. Jenny. I didn't miss yeah. that, but I missed you. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
3: gonna say that's that. The whole ordeal of me like sitting there and like kind of like praying to him and like maybe not so much praying to him, but like kind of like mulling over all of that stuff and like doing all of that would have like taken a while. So like, that yeah. would have been kind of my evening. And then I would have been just like, emotionally pretty like worn out. So I would have like gone back to the fire. That would have
1: been as you As you're headed back to the fire. Oh, also, sorry, I need to ask first. Weewoo, um, you walked up and you talked to Xavian. Did you just walk back to the fire after that? What did you do?
2: Uh, I said that I was just gonna go see if there were any bodies I could clear with my big burly lady muscles.
1: Um, the bodies have been cleared off of the cliff. The majority are in the valley below you, which is like you know, like hundreds and hundreds of feet down.
2: Then I'm gonna wash you egg's shell.
1: Okay, all right. So you head back to the camp. Where where are you getting water from? Not that you can't. I don't know. I'm getting. You'd, you'd have like a small amount of water skin
2: heck he yeah has,
3: he has create or destroy water
1: that is a thing he has
2: play i am just picturing you know those like zookeepers who use toothbrushes to scrub on the on the mm-hmm. turtles, on the yeah. little tort the yeah. little tur- turdy mm-hmm. i'm i'm just doing that with, With a comically large toothbrush.
1: You toothbrushes are not real in medieval halibut. <laughs> toothbrushes what do you have? aren't real. <laughs> toothbrushes are not real.
3: <laughs> you exactly. can come ask he as
2: Janice. He's a toothbrush denier,
1: 2023. What do you have? Janice can make one. I'm curious. Do you have I, like a rag or, something? or
2: Let me look at my inventory RQ, because you've challenged me. Um... Let's see. First of all, I'm going to flex, and I'm going to put down my inspiration. Oops, I already have inspiration. Um, <laughs> fight me. I'm cleaning it with a... Oh, what is this? A water skin?
1: That Okay, so that's like a it's like a For my water. It holds water, yeah. So that could be the water you're pouring out to use.
2: And... My... I'm not washing you, Egg. What I'm doing- You
1: could could have like a rag or something, I don't want to like keep you from doing it. Janice can help you. Okay, you can't like divinate a toothbrush into existence. You can't be like, oh no one's ever thought of a- A hairbrush?
2: A good good
1: DM. A small hairbrush. Okay, well actually that's not beyond reason actually, that makes a lot of sense. No, no, no,
2: no, I'll I'll just, um, I'll scratch that little silly little goose, little goofy idea. I'm just straightening out my arrows and getting them all reorganized and stuff like that from their jumblings.
1: Okay, all right. So you have your um, you have your uh. uh oh my goodness, guys! What do you put arrows in? A quiver. <laughs> yes, thank you. You have your you have your leather quiver on the ground, and the nice thing is you're in a party with Janice. So every single time you run out of arrows, you just go ask Janice for more, and sh- she makes arrows with spells. So, oh, I'm sorry, Care did you? Nope. Okay. Here, I not it. Kara's it.
2: like, I wouldn't do that for her.
1: I'm said <laughs> yeah, my character wouldn't do that. Aww.
2: Never. <laughs> uh, we Woo can um find her own era. Never. So you have oh, Janice.
1: You'll pick island. out of bodies, okay?
2: Reuse, recycle. <laughs>
1: oh no, reduce, reuse, recycle.
3: Oh no. Okay. I am an environmentalist.
1: Uh, so you have a pile of, uh, of fresh arrows and you're like inserting them into your quiver. Um, and you're doing that nearby. Uh, and I'll tell you what, if you're at the fire with you, no, he, yeah, he's still quiet in his shell. So you're just quietly doing that as you prepare for the night. So Janice, as you get up from the cliff to go about your business, um, there are, what are undeniably Barry's heavy footfalls? And, um, he's been standing at the edge of the cliff for like two hours, um, as the sun went down and he's afraid of heights. So that's very unlike him. But he uh, he has walked all the way up to you, and um, when he walks up, his face just looks kind of like you know uncomfortable and serious. The way it has a lot of the day, um, and he just says, uh, as per Callie's instructions, um, "Hey, Janice."
3: Oh, it's a berry.
1: Um, w- what are uh, what what are we um, doing?
3: Um. Well. I think we're going to go talk to Kisk. Okay. I'm not sure what we're going to do after that though.
1: Um, okay.
3: Is everything all
0: right?
1: Uh, well, he just kind of looks over the edge of the cliff out at, you know, a battlefield. Is this, is this what you want to be doing?
3: I don't think so. Um,
1: You guys are a lot of what I've got. And you know, I'd, I'd do anything with you guys, but I don't want to do this.
3: Yeah. I think we need to figure out how to do it better or correctly. Well, or...
1: He gets kind of like awkward and uncomfortable. He's not making a lot of eye contact and he goes we kind of said that before in Chaskleton and A bunch of people died there too. And now a bunch of people died here, and I don't. I love Foshan because people died there. I don't want to. I don't want to keep being a part of a bunch of people dying. Well, I'm not mad at you or anything. Yeah, my friend. was upset at Sarai for going away, but um, uh, Janice, I think maybe I... I don't know. I talked to Ueg the other day, and he talked about how sometimes he he sits places and figures stuff out, and I just feel like maybe I... I need to go figure some stuff out. Yeah. Um,
3: You need to do that.
1: We killed a lot of people.
3: Yeah, it's a lot. And I have a feeling we might do it again, but I don't want to, and I'm gonna try not to But with the Emperor doing what he's doing and the Empire growing the way it is, they aren't going to stop.
1: Okay, I... Alright. Um...
3: Do you know how to find us?
1: Yeah, if you guys need me, you can just call... um, the many buses the, the a, many buses a, are are art get them
3: I don't know what a bus is
1: the those those magic people what? who proved me lady lady slabney slant slandra sandra lady of sandra Alondra? No, I don't think that's right. Okay. But you can just call her, but I, I gotta... Okay. And I'll send you guys and stuff, because I've seen you like, do that, so I'll just probably do that when I need to, but um, I'll figure out magic or something, but I, I think I gotta go. Okay. I think I... I'm, Please I'm be careful,
3: ready. and try not to talk about the things that you know.
1: I don't think I want to talk to anybody about anything. Okay. I'm not good at goodbyes.
3: I'm gonna reach in for a hug.
1: Okay, so you stand up, you come up to like your head just above his waist, you give him a hug. Two huge arms wrap around your back and he just goes. I love you, Janice. I love
3: you too. Don't be sorry. Okay.
1: If you guys really need me, I'll, I'll. I just gotta go figure some stuff out.
3: Yeah. He's a dragon killer or whatever they called you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he just lets go of you. And he goes, um. I already. I already say goodbye to you, I So just. Um. And his eyes kind of all up with tears and he goes, Told Javin you know, we will win stuff and he turns around and he just kind of starts walking down the edge of the cliff away
3: I'll just kind of watch him
1: you're there for a while but he takes really big strides so eventually he kind of fades off in the darkness At some point, you return to the campfire where um, Wiwu has, like, sort of cleaned off her armor and her weapons and reorganized her quiver. So she is there. Ueg sounds like he's asleep with his staff next to him. Javian, have you returned?
4: Um, before I return, Javian desperately is going to try to cry out to the maker
1: of okay
4: um you know it's, it's telling it God we'll see how it goes sure but, sure you know, yeah
1: go for it man go for it um
4: it's like am i is it even good that I i came back am i tell me am i anything I'm doing helping I think I'm making it worse and what, what am I becoming and just yeah
1: you're just there at the edge of the cliff cold night is above you incredible view of stars above it's just quiet breeze sort of rolls up from over the valley, goes past your long dark hair. It's just quiet.
4: Okay.
1: He'll go back to the fire. Okay. So we'll say that... uh, Actually, I'll tell you what, given how long the other interaction was, We Woo, Javian returns to the fire first. So at some point, Javian walks back. Sort of as you're readying to go to sleep. I mean Slay. The unmute button.
2: I I mean Slay. It's it's great to see him. I can tell that he needs some space because if he wanted to talk about it, he would have talked about it with me. So I'ma just kind of like Lovingly acknowledge his existence, but not be like, Tell me why you're sad, or else. I'm just gonna be like, give a little warm smile. Maybe a little pat-pat on the floor next to me. You know, supportive girlfriend type beat. Yeah, and Javion's gonna, you know,
4: do his best to not ignore you, but also not really say anything. Probably go to bed, but acknowledge your presence.
1: At some point, Janice, uh, you... <laughs> Kara's playing with coffee. Okay. At some point, uh, Janice, you... You return to the group. And, uh... Javen and we are we kind of, like, bedding down, and you eggs asleep. You return alone.
3: Um, I think... I think Barry's... gonna... take a break for a little while. Um... Where is he? He just... left. Oh. A break break. Yeah. He just said that he needed time. And space. And he said that he like couldn't do any more killing. Which I get. I just... Like, we all don't want to kill people, but... I don't know. I get it. It's bad. Yeah. He was too sad to come tell everybody else, and he talked to you, Egg, so. Um, I don't have to worry about telling him, but. He was too sad. And I'll, like, say this as I'm, like, trying not to, like, cry.
2: (laughs) I'm just gonna, like, curl up a little bit and kind of, like, lean on Javian because I know that this is what Barry wants and that's okay. But it's still sad.
0: Yeah.
1: Each of you pulls out knapsacks and sleeping rolls um, after... A day of extreme violence. Now, um two party members fewer than a week ago. And, That's um, wild. You each go to sleep.
4: That was a week ago in game. That
1: was a week ago in game. Um That's you go to sleep wild. with dwindled numbers, having won a battle with absolute uh without question. And kind of each asking yourselves whether or not you're really winning any sort of a war, and um, each of you all falls asleep <clears throat> as you all fall asleep. Um, Shavian. I knew we- it. Here? Yeah. What? <laughs> Me? No. After today? No. Right, give me a second here. Oh, nope, nope. it doesn't like that one. Hold on, give me a second.
2: Uh, why are so many of the songs? <laughs> <laughs> Taxes. No keep going Jenny
1: of Weewoo woo gently scatting, as she does sometimes from her sleep very um, <laughs> used to snore out. but Weewoo would scat um and uh you your sleep dims and your consciousness slips. What's on your mind sort of pervading as you fall asleep?
0: Um.
4: You know, he's thinking again about, um, about um, how he really doesn't think he's human anymore. And he's very worried about this new development. He spends the whole time, whether or not we we were Janice, notice that he that he like keeps rubbing his hand and that that's probably the main thing on his mind. Um, and he knew so few people. But the few people he did know in Choskanen, he's seeing their faces. Mm-hmm. Of the faces he did see of those who died.
1: Celtic's desperate, heartbroken face. Um, <laughs> Kara just walked away, got tissues, and came back. <laughs> She's ready for the dream, y'all. Celtic's desperate face comes to mind. Um, And you see the face of your sister reuniting with her. Um, And you just kind of have like momentary flashes of traumatic events, of which you have many. As you fall asleep, you can see Wee-Woo in the clutches of a dragon an ancient bonds dragon you can see you can hear the sound as you're sleeping just dull in the background of your mind you can hear the sound of vehicles crashing around the city of and as um thousands of creatures were taken by chronomancy and turned to dust um you can see from when the when the that spell fell in the city um You hear the sound of Yeppin's roars, and you feel that horrible ache in the center of your chest from that time that you experienced complete agony, almost died in an instant. You just have a series, it would be hard to call them dreams, they're just sort of like unpleasant momentary, like it's like a dream starts and then falls apart, and it's just a memory, a horrible memory you've had. Among them is of being in a pale, white stone ballroom, great eating chamber, and the general Anir Lashla landing on a griffin, dismounting, other lieutenants charging into the room, your family being slaughtered, a dream you've had before, and it starts, and then it stops, and it falls apart. And then after a little bit, you start to hear in the darkness the sound of crackling fire. And what starts to come into view is a massive dark landscape, stone, red, volcanic, harsh, not obsidian, like brimstone, cracked and fractured all around, and rivers of fire flowing and pits of sulfurous flame lighting the distance occasionally. And red and sickly greens. All around, at far distances of your vision, you see red, dark, broken mountains, fractured earth. The sky above you is a mix of dark clouds. The air is hot and dry. As you start to blink your eyes, you are standing in a suit of armor. Dark, dark red, black armor. You're caked in blood. The armor feels like it's melted together, and you are holding a large, heavy sword in your hand, but your hand feels strong enough for it. And you hear all around you the din of countless other soldiers. Of like moving and metal armor clanking against each other, and you hear general grumbles around you. And as you look around, you see creatures for which you have little context, save for one. All of them are covered in red flesh. Many of them are horned. Many of them wings growing out of their back. They have long, strong hands and sharp talon fingers. Many of them have long tails. Some of them look vaguely draconic. Others, like mammalian predators. Still others look vaguely similar to tieflings. And though you have, you're having a hard time pressing exactly from once you recognize these creatures, they all seem to vaguely remind you of the creature that you all encountered in, um, in that first tower in Kilgans. The devil, you found, of which you had no knowledge before. And you are in an army of creatures like him. And you are marching forward, and you have no context for what's going on. You're confused, but in the way of dreams, you don't know any of this, but you feel like you're where you're supposed to be. You feel like you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You just can't place what any of it is, but you are marching forward in a huge, vast army of these creatures. you do anything as you march among these ranks? You are muted, by the way.
4: Uh, you know... Dream state probably just kind of keep going, um... But, kind of, once, like, it comes into focus, try to do a bit more looking around. Maybe find my lieutenant.
1: <laughs> okay, make a perception check for me.
4: Nat twenty.
1: Oh, what's the total, Jamie?
4: Twenty what, idiot? At okay, Calisco.
1: What was the total? Twenty-two. Dang, man, I don't know about you.
4: <laughs> 20,
2: 20. Wow, Zach, exactly. um. leave. <laughs>
1: That joke went over better than the other group. Um, so, Javen, as you're walking forward... Oh, yes, okay, okay, yeah. Yes, your lieutenant is right there. And the commander of all of you is up ahead. Um, and you recognize them both. Um, in the dream, you can't remember their names. You don't remember the name of the commander, but you remember the name of your lieutenant. You And you, you just remember that your commander... You remember it's hard to place why he's so important, but you remember he's like the leader of like everything. Or at least of this whole You remember there there are other places like the one where you are, but you don't remember what their distinctions are, but you remember that he's the commander of all of you guys and your lieutenant is specifically the commander of your regiment. You remember that. So up ahead and you remember that you fear these individuals. You fear them and you follow them with strange it's 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 just a passion. It's hard to measure the line between devotion and terror and hatred, but you follow them. The individual far up ahead, the commander, is immense. He's about 40 feet tall. Oh. Humanoid body, and specifically male, um, broad, massive, muscular shoulders, huge arms, his hair that falls down in long black coils off of his head is black, matted, and dark, soaked with blood and grease. His face. is has are...
2: entered the chat.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, his face is... is... full of strong and powerful features. It would be, like, classically handsome if it wasn't so aggressive and hateful. Um, a huge head. I mean, he's gigantic. Literally. Um, and... His back, while muscular and broad, is covered in dark scales like that of a serpent. Um, On his left arm, the end of his arm turns into a horn, a huge battle horn. And from his right, massive hand, the height of a building, a gigantic black sword, horrible and haunting in make and design, is hanging. Out of his back grow... Immense black bat wings but reptilian huge themselves in sheer width maybe more than 60 feet of wingspan if not more and he has no legs because growing down from his torso is itself maybe 100 feet long if not 150 in total length is a massive serpentine coil of flesh and muscle The bottom half of some impossibly large snake. Dark black, and he's just serpentining, snaking back and forth, breaking ground up beneath him. Flame is spouting out of gouts in the rock and burning up the side of him, but he feels nothing as it smokes off of his edge. You you can't can't remember a name, you can't remember, you don't even remember your name, but that is your lord. You would follow him anywhere, lest you should suffer his wrath. And to your left, you recognize your lieutenant. Tenth of his size, lower on the chain, devout to that lord himself. And yet, maybe in every way equally as terrifying. He himself, he's not many tens of feet tall. He comes out to about six foot five, but he's terrifying. Because if he could stand up straight, he'd be bigger. He's a hulking mass of muscle. He has dark, heavy armor on. You remember that he's returned as a champion, crowned in this powerful armor. His armor is full of sharp, dark black points, horns and spiked teeth, parts. It it, it varies back and forth from smooth grooves and sharp points that they come to, poking outward. He wears a talisman of death around his neck, a gaping mouth. And And he has massive crocodilian features. He is blind in his left eye, which is filled with blue crystal. And he is just marching full of muscle and strength. And he carries now in his hands a weapon he achieved in a far realm that he slew from a great monster. He was called back by his lord. You can't remember his name. He was assigned to work beneath yours. He has been your master, but for a short time. And there is something quite strange about him, something that unsettles you. He has come back different. He can be commanding. You are still terrified of his power, and he is powerful. On the march here, he slew. You all ran into a few detachments of of demons. Yes, that's what they're called, that had spilled into your realm, and he slaughtered them with violence and fury. But he's grown quiet. There's a pain over his face all the time. Something's wrong, and you can't sense what. But you follow him without question. He frequently looks to some item he carries with him. It's strange. It's a small blue necklace of beads that he carries with him. He keeps in a pocket. He's constantly pulling it out and looking at it. But he says nothing of it. One one of your rank questioned him once. And your lieutenant almost killed him. But you follow. And you march now. Andrea, I would like your character. Yeah. To make a history check.
0: Of course.
4: Does my character have proficiency in history?
1: No, no. you're Javian, but you're but you're not, but you are. No. No.
4: Um. So I rolled a five. Modify that.
1: <laughs> okay. Five. Um, you can't remember You don't remember What you're going to meet But you remember that it's some great threat You remember that All of your forces All of them Have been summoned together You are in a massive Massive army 100,000 250,000 strong More 500 You are a plague of dark metal and weapons trudging across the landscape. Everything that crosses your path dies. And your lord is with you. Who could stand against him? You all march now. You have been marching for days, weeks. You don't need sleep. You don't need food. Everything hurts, but everything always hurts here. You march, and you know that you are marching to meet some great threat. And as you... In the darkness. What are you doing? Is you're marching with the forces?
4: Um. I'm gonna try to get muster up the courage to talk to my lieutenant. Um. Gonna look around. Um.
1: And the strange thing is, you still look like Shavian. Everyone around you are dark, red, fleshy creatures. You're just some pale, pasty white dude um, in a suit of armor, but no one's questioning it. In this dream, it makes sense. But you do notice you don't look quite the same as everyone. Obviously, you don't look the same as everyone, but I mean, like, you're literally a little translucent. It's like you're not really there, but in the dream, you're not questioning it at all.
4: Okay, but...
1: So you muster up the courage to ask your, your lieutenant something.
4: what voice do i have
1: (laughs) you're you're javian okay you don't know your name lieutenant there's a couple creatures around you kind of look at you surprised and then look back forward and every creature around you gets just slightly further away from you <laughs> and it goes back to marching straight forward and a huge crocodilian head turns and looks at you it's the blinded left crystal side and he has the it's so disturbing he has this thing where even when you're on the side that he can't see out of it seems like he always knows where you are he turns and he looks to you there's gold caps on the side of his teeth it's covered in scars up the side of his head he goes what
4: Never mind. I'm sorry for disturbing
1: you. There's a strange moment in the dream where he continues to stare as he marches and trudges, his huge shoulders crunching, like leaning over in the armor. On him. Then he stares for a moment, and you get the feeling for a moment, it's like he looked at something that wasn't even there. And then he goes back to looking forward, and he just... goes back to trudging forward. And you will march. You will march. And in the dream, it feels like this goes on forever. Then eventually, you hear something. You can hear a storm in the distance. Every time the thunder rolls, thousands among you shudder slightly and flinch. Every time it does, you lieutenant grits his teeth and tightens his hand around his glaive. As you start to see lightning in the distance lighting up the sky, the lightning is deep red across the horizon. And you all are approaching the edge. You have never seen it, you have heard of it. You all walk, you walk, and you see the edge, the edge of your world rock breaks and drops off into empty black nothingness a void you know that this is the edge of your realm an impenetrable black wall of nothing the landscape burns at its edges and turns away into smoke just for miles a thin line of fire that burns away into smoke the wall of smoke pulls upward and then turns into dark black void you know that no one can pass through it but is the edge of your realm and After weeks of marching, the army stops. And as your general stops, and he raises up a hand with a huge blade in it. That sword is almost 30 feet long. He lowers it back down his wings. fold up behind him, and the whole army stops. And your lieutenant just hisses. There's tension all around you. In the storm is just <clears throat> above you what are you doing
4: i i can't i'm not gonna approach the general the, the commander again um, the lieutenant again so do i have any rank or my foot soldier
1: you're you think you're just a soldier
4: okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask one of my other foot soldiers, where are we going? But like, I'm scared, but like, I'm gonna be like, where are we going?
1: Okay. This woman, harshly, terrifyingly beautiful features, sharp pointed chin, dark recurved horns that come backward, black glossy hair that falls around her shoulders, and hate on her face turns to you with sharp teeth. She regards you. It's like she didn't hear you. She looks back forward, as if she just kind of felt something and looked at a spot.
4: I'm... person on my right.
1: Okay. You turn. You ask the same question. A huge creature, similar, his face like the hound of a wolf, covered in red flesh dark hair falling around his face a huge axe covered in blood in his hands he turns, he looks in your direction looks back forward he was just getting a premonition of a voice and you start to hear something, you hear and it starts to rain it has never once rained here The rain is dense. As it's hitting you, as you look down at your chest, you are being struck by tiny little raindrops of dark crimson fluid. It's raining blood from the sky. The creatures around, you shudder underneath it. Your lieutenant growls again. It starts raining blood. You have to blink because it gets in your eyes, smears down your face. Creatures around you—some look like they're hardening themselves. Others, oh, okay, creepy. Others, um, uh, others, uh, are like sort of shuddering underneath it. And you have this growing sense of terror and dread. Make a perception check. Rolled another five.
4: We're
1: having a good dream. You look up at the darkness and inside of a complete black void, you swear you see a darker shade, impossible and still happening. Sort of shift as you go to focus your eyes, you hear another crack of a lightning and you shudder and you blink, you've lost sight of whatever it is. As you look around, all those around you, they're doing the same. They're all looking hundreds of thousands of warriors looking. Looking back and forth at a wall of darkness. Searching for something. Even your great Lord Commander is looking. And Looking. And the lightning stops. But the rain continues. It's long and tense. And then out in the darkness you see something, finally, you see it. And all those around you, they see it. A point, a point of light. Dark, red, in the darkness. You can see it out there. You can feel your stomach turn. You're weak. It begins growing growing brighter, wider. That female creature to your side begins shaking. She's holding her spear tightly, gritting her teeth, but you can hear her shaking. You smell an acrid and pleasant scent. The creature to your left, that wolf-like creature, his face is entirely set, his teeth bared, but his legs are shaking. As you sniff the air, you realize he has peed himself. The light grows. You just have a growing sense of dread. Your lieutenant is gritting his teeth. He begins whispering something in a language you know and recognize. Yes, they're incantations. And red seals of a dark magic begin <laughs> gliding around his head. The, mouth, the gaping mouth necklace on his neck lights up with red eyes. And... Dark orangeish red color begins to swirl up and down his glaive. I'm sorry. Were, were you gonna? Um. Yeah.
4: If I drive a shield, if I have a shield, I have a sword. Like I'm. You look you know, down. That
1: oh yeah, shield and sword. And you pick up your your shield, and you raise up your sword. And that point just keeps growing brighter, and wider, and larger. Now it's like a line, a line of color with some density to it. It's just growing towards you and around you is gritting, growling. Terror and dread is raising you. And then the light, it's gotten about a foot long on the horizon and then it disappears. It's gone. Creatures around you look surprised. They murmur, they look back and forth. Someone nearby asks something of your commander you can't quite hear and he just barks, hold your line! And they become quiet and raise their weapons. He grits his teeth. And your huge Lord Commander is just panting.
4: I never take my eyes off the spot it disappeared from.
1: Okay. watch. And you watch. And then the rain... stand up on your neck, and then huge lines of arcing red fire all across the sky as a massive silhouette appears at the edge of your realm. 100 feet tall 200 feet tall you can't even tell a huge creature so big it defies understanding and imagination crashes into the edge of your your landscape and that smoke And as the edge of your realm is t- ripped apart and a hole is torn in the edge of the world in which you exist As red fire comes burning in the edge of your dimension and lightning Arch across and tears up the landscape creatures all around you flinch and tremble and almost fall to their knees and a towering horrible creature hundreds of feet tall a skeleton of dark black obsidian draconic huge horns pulling backward burning eyes fire is moving up around the edges of the mouth burning up the back of the skull out around the skeletal vertebrae of the neck out around the shoulders huge wings hundreds of feet wide just the bones of obsidian horrible as sharp point points, and there's waves of fire burning between them <laughs> As it raises upward, two huge limbs like towers <laughs> Grip on the edge of the landscape And the, the, the scene, the rip in your realm Tries to repair itself <laughs> Rushing back together like force and, and behind him there's just horrible blinding light and the, the, the scene, the magic of your world is pulling itself together, but it, it keeps breaking and like water crashing on a wave around him and all the fire at the edge of your realm is not burning him and it's turning red like him. And this huge looming creature stands above you. Booms in your ears. And there's a moment of utter terror. Your Lord Commander roars, and from around you, just a sea, an ocean of arrows go firing off. It darkens the sky above you, blackens out everything. Your hair whips by, and your hair is literally hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of arrows darken and black out the sky, and with it. All from around you hear Infernal, infernal shouting, <laughs> and, and arms reach up and fire. <laughs> flies up and bolts. And the one next to you um, pulls out, your lieutenant pulls out a horrible black heavy spear, whispers an incantation in it, goes flying off in the darkness, arcing with orange and red energy. And your commander sort of like bears, muscles up his back, his sword, <laughs> sets on fire. And all the of the and incredible, incredible destruction goes flying forward and it (laughs) strikes the horrible creature the arrows break they burn up before they touch him the fire hits him and just burns off of him and a wave of death that none could withstand breaks apart on him like waves on a shore he looms there you can't even look at his eyes but you can't look away you can't look away Feel your heart burning, your soul, your throat. You are feeling complete and utter terror. What do you do? What are you doing? Can I run? Okay. You panic and you you turn around and you push creatures aside. One creature pushes you down, and but you get up and you keep running, and you notice hundreds. Thousands around you are doing the same ranks are breaking while others hold still and you're pushing backward You feel heat on the back of your neck You feel like his eyes are burning the landscape around you behind you and you just hear the sound of your commander roaring You hear his wings flapping You hear creatures all around you legions of them cheering and people start pushing by you you are you are a salmon pushing up river through a river of, of, of People as your fellow ranks start pushing towards you and you are pushing around them trying to get away and then you hear a sound, a horrible sound. And all around you, the sky begins to... Lightning is pulling from far points of the sky from the edge of the horizon that you can see, all pulling in the distance toward him. You can feel the energy. feels like ozone in the air around you. You smell blood in your nostrils. Your skin begins to tingle. And you just hear... And for a moment blinding light and you can't see anything, you close your eyes and you stumble over to the ground as all the sound in the world around you deafens. And everything goes white for a moment. Make a constitution saving throw for me. You have a plus four to this.
4: Uh that would be a twelve.
1: Okay. Nothing. Nothing. White. And then you... (laughs) You pull your head up out of the earth. You can't see out of your right eye. You're panting. You go to push yourself up off the ground and you fall down. As you go to... As you go to, like, do a push-up and start pushing up, your legs support you and your right arm picks up your sword. But as you look down, you have no left arm. It's been burned away. There's a smoldering, smoking tip at the edge of where the base of your arm should be. And as you look up and around you, ruin. A raised landscape destroyed. Countless dead, charred bodies. Fellows of your ranks groaning and screaming. Others are rising up. You can see many fleeing in the distance. Many are turning around. Some are still throwing weapons. Do you turn around and look behind you? Yeah. You tremble as you turn around. Your whole body, you can't feel anything. Your sword trembling in your head as you turn around. He's there. He's there. As big as the sky. Your commander is beneath him. His arms, his huge arms, are pinning the arms of your commander to the ground. Your lord has his tail wrapped around his body, fire burning. And your lord is screaming insults in an Infernal. is death! Mazinodurn! And he raises up his sword. He pushes past the arm of this great draconic monstrosity. And as he strikes it against its head, the dragon's head just turns and grabs the sword and rips it out of his grasp and throws it away. And as the huge blade through the sky, it crashes into others among your rank. And crushes them with screams and your lord chants a spell and fire wreaths around his mouth and he bursts the flame upward in the sky and as it burns over the head of the draconic monstrosity its head disappears and you can just see the vague silhouette of its shadow from beneath the color and light and as the smoke clears the creature just unfazed and unharmed your lord is covered in wounds and blood and his chest the center of his chest is completely blackened and there is a gaping hole in the center of your Lord's body. His, his sternum ripped away, his spine torn out of his back, just a whole huge hole, smoke rises out of it. He is not dead, but he pants and hisses as magic keeps him alive, pure hatred. Your Lieutenant is charging toward this creature in the distance, pounding his feet through the earth, shouting, chanting, uh, hucking spears. The spears are just falling away from him. Most of your ranks are fleeing, some are turning and fighting. You watch the dragon. (laughs) Shoots its head downward, wraps its huge jaws around the head of your commander, and... (laughs) And you hear your commander... And you see his neck pulled long, the vertebrae... Snap. And there's a horrible... (laughs) As his head is... Ripped away from his body, his spine is pulled out, and there's a huge burst of dark black magic. As <laughs> fire and blood bathes the landscape, and the head <laughs> is thrown away from the dragon in the distance. The dragon just <laughs> and there's a lightning bolt flies outward and hits the head and <laughs> bursts it. Gore the size of cars <laughs> falls, smoking the landscape, crushes a creature nearby you. You sit there panting. You can't move. You are locked into fear. Your lieutenant is still running toward it. As the dragon turns, blood pouring away from its mouth, its huge burning wings. Raising up next to it, it turns. And it steps through the tear it's made in the edge of the world, which seals itself behind him. He is in your realm. And as the creature runs toward him, your lieutenant In the way of a dream, you can see further than you should be able to. It's like your vision is right next to him. You can see him charging. Tears are streaming down from his right eye. You've never seen one in your realm cry, but tears are streaming down his right eye. He's wearing on his wrist a dull beaded necklace, light blue. And something strange is happening there. These little flickers of gold on the front of his armor. And you could swear you almost see the appearance of like ringed symbols on his chest sort of appearing and disappearing. He's charging forward to the glaive, <laughs> <laughs> screaming. The huge creature turns and looks down at him. And you hear a, <laughs> and a huge arm. crushes your lieutenant in an instant. The head raises up. Looks around the landscape. All of your ranks are fleeing, but you are still. And you just hear the booming voice echo out over the sky. Of red fire burns across the landscape, and you are torn apart. Javian <gasps> You wake up at the campfire in a sweat. your compatriots are sleeping all around you
0: what are you doing king okay. um
5: i i take my 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 flask in and just chug it just like okay. any water that's in there and
4: then pour the rest of my head
1: um okay. okay. Hold You're, um you and it pours over you. You're drenched in sweat. You feel terror pulsing your bones.
5: Where where's the dragon?
1: You look, it's just it's it doesn't sleep. It doesn't slumber, it's just coiled in the distance, unmoving. Where's Savina? And Savina and the Dragon are still. What are you doing?
4: Sorry, I'm about to start shit, guys. Um. Xavian's gonna walk. He's he's shaking. He's still his heart's still pounding. Still breathing a bit heavy.
1: You can hear the in your ears of your pound pounding like heart. The blood, the pressure.
4: He is going to approach it and he's going to try not to wake Savina.
1: Okay. Okay. So you walk up to the huge still. I mean, you you would swear it was dead. It was it was not alive if you if you didn't know any better and you're walking up to the dragon. Okay. And
4: um I'm, I'm going to does it do anything as I approach?
1: Completely still, unmoving. And there's your boots in the grass.
4: Okay, when I get about 100 feet away, I'm going to summon my wings.
1: Okay, you. The huge stone wings burst out.
5: And, um. I'm going to fly up. You're flying. And I'm going to land on its back. You. The neck,
1: and the stone. Um, and its head raises up, and two points of fire in its eyes.
5: I look down at Savina,
1: mm-hmm.
5: and um he hasn't woken
1: up yet.
4: I'm going to summon my sword and do the same thing I did in Chaskinen, and try to kill this
1: dragon. Okay, you. And blood shard appears in your hand, and you wait, is that the name of your sword I forget? Yes, the blood shard. Okay. And you you turn it downward. The dragon just lowers its head forward, obeying every command. And Savina sort of like blinks hard and turns her head up towards you. And you just comes forth. Stab the head down through the skull of the creature. And it just pierces through the obsidian. You feel the hot heat on your back of the symbols. And you have this implicit awareness that a creature like this is possibly harder to kill, but because of your specific gifts and powers, you're able to sever it and it just and the head crashes down into the dirt and you tumble, fall off of the side of give me a dexterity saving throw. Actually, no, you have wings. Never mind. <laughs> the neck falls out from beneath you and you just there in the air, the head just crashes down into the earth unmoving um i'm gonna yeah. fly
5: down to the bottom of the cliff sorry i'm gonna leave the scene of
4: the crime
1: okay you <laughs> and javion flies away um everyone wakes up because that's an extremely loud noise so janice weewoo, woo you are awake you head pokes out of his shell All three of you have just woken up and you're just kind of like waking up and the fire is still kind of barely crackling. It's very dark around. It's the middle of the night. And as you guys are sort of like, like blinking and waking up, the dragon is over there where it was, but its head is like weirdly, it's at a very strange angle. Like it's, it's the snout of its head has, has like crashed down into the earth. So it's like, it's pressure on its spine and there's a deep grooved crack in the back of the vertebrae and it goes... And there's this huge snap, and the head just separates from the neck. And the huge stone head turns over upside down on the ground, and the vertebrae just. And Savina is just sitting there next to it, upright, staring at it. And Javian is nowhere to be seen. Actually, with people with extremely high passive perception, uh, Janice, you just see out of the corner of your eye, just Javian just flying away, and you are awake. I roll
2: perception to
3: see if I
1: see... Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, roll a perception check.
3: Okay, to see if anybody else is around who could have done anything to see if... Sure, sure, sure. Perception
1: check from both I
3: rolled a five. (laughs) I rolled a... I wasted a perfectly good nat 20 on this.
1: Oh, no. What's the total? (laughs) Nat 20. (laughs) Okay, just 20. Like a total of 20, yeah. Okay. Um... We were what? What is going on? Janice. Oh yeah, there's Javian flying in the sky, flying away. You don't see anyone else around. Perfect.
2: I'm going to ask Janice where Javian is because my first thought oh, is just I her. have
1: Just I go for j dog.
2: Hi Janice. <laughs> um I that um you know how Javian's like a dragon? Javian is missing, and that dragon is also detached from its head. Where is Javian?
1: egg sort of like blinks and wakes up. What's going on?
2: Oh, he over there.
1: And you can yeah. see your you can see your boyfriend just is getting that, smaller in the is distance. Is that Javian,
2: or is that when Javian has his little moment?
1: Yuug kind of sits up and goes, "Well, oh, that doesn't look right."
3: I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. Javen, um, what are you doing? Um, I'm
2: leaving the scene of the crime. So okay,
3: my Okay, you're still bolting. Yeah, you're
1: making distance. You can fly, dude. Okay, Javen's gone.
2: I don't know how to feel. Right I'm now. gonna look at Sabrina. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I'm gonna see if she's looking at javian and I'm not in a not threatening way, but in a very Texan way. I'm going to put my hand on my bow in yeah. preparation of a poor reaction.
1: <laughs> um, as you guys look over at Savina, she is she's just staring at it, facing away. I mean you can't see her, you're looking at the back of her. She's not moving. Just still. The Is going to die now? In. She's just sitting there staring at it.
2: Is Savina going to die because the dragon I don't know. Died? What are you
1: doing, Weebu? I don't know. You're in a well, scene, I'm asking. What are you finish. doing? Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought Is was, Savina going to
2: die now? They're I, all like tied to dragons I, and stuff. I don't know how any of this works. Uh,
3: you know as much as I do.
2: Oh, girl. Don't play with me right now. I know Her that you have portal a way to grandi-
3: FFR
0: right now.
2: FFR? Tripping
1: for a distance real for away, real? Sabina yeah, stands right. up. She turns and she looks toward you all. Yeah. And she just little looks wave. stunned. She just looks stunned. She cocks her head. She looks off in the distance. She just kind of makes a really surprised face and then Huge, draconic wings burst out of her back, and she just tears off of the ground. Goes flying off into the darkness. Towards them? In that direction, yeah.
2: I'm a holster, like a good Texan. Okay, My bow, just bow in it. case,
1: just in case,
2: just sure. in case, just in case.
1: Absolutely. So you you knock an arrow, and you pull it on. I'm not on knocking bottom, it an it arrow. The... I'm just okay.
2: holding it. Okay, you There's have an arrow and a bow in your hand.
1: She's flying away after Javen, and they're both disappearing from your vision. How far? <laughs> Javen, how many rounds a minute can, or how many, how many, how far can you go around with your flight? It's fast, right?
3: Oh,
4: I believe, oh, let's check. Um, 15 minutes, I'm sorry, one minute for one minute. At a flight of 40 feet.
1: So that's eighty feet around. You are going. So yeah, Javian's Javian's like Gonzo soon. He is fast. Okay, he is fast. Give In me two,
3: two milliseconds to just read something super quick. Just okay. I can. Yeah, fix I would make this really quickly.
2: I can fix it.
1: Okay. What are you doing? Okay.
2: I can fix it. I have plus four medicine.
1: Okay, so you get up and you. <laughs> Run across the grass and you run toward the, there's like a, I want to say like 30 foot long dragon skull upside down on the ground. I mean, it's stone, obsidian stone, and huge fractured pieces all around the ground. You're going, uh, uh, and you're looking at it. It's gigantic. You're looking at kind of like a building. What are you doing?
2: Does it have a pulse?
1: Okay, you run up, you put your finger on where you assume a pulse would be on such a creature. Um, It's like putting your hand on like a sewer pipe. The bone is so big, or the stone. Put your hand on it. That feels like rock. It feels like rock. No pulse. It's hard. Janice,
2: there's no pulse.
1: (laughs) Weewoo shouts at you from like 100 feet away. Uh, This thing is cold.
2: This thing is in the ground. Homie, dead.
1: Ueg's gotten really quiet and uh, he pulls out one of his beaded necklaces and he starts rubbing it across his fingers and you realize that he's just now realizing the Barry's gone. So he's sitting there rubbing on one of the necklaces that he and Barry made together. Um, now is I not the
2: time to be Catholic, Ueg.
3: No, <laughs> okay. No, I just wanna have said that I would have done something immediately Absolutely. when Um, what was that thing? um I would have polymorphed, but I'm trying to figure out what I would have polymorphed into. Um, so I'm looking that up currently, but I realize I only had the player's handbook, so I'm trying to look at the CR level thing that I could look that you I could,
1: could turn into a giant eagle or a giant owl, and that would have a flying speed sufficient to catch up with them.
3: Sick, okay. I turn into a giant eagle then,
1: okay. You okay. So thank Janice- you. <laughs>
3: But I'm gonna but I'm gonna stay back so that I'm giving them their space, but if I need to break it up,
2: I can dive
3: in.
1: Okay. So Wait, Janice
2: Janice. How, how far is Sabrina from me? Yes. I she is yes to, far. Up to one hundred and twenty feet.
1: Much further.
2: She's more than hundred and twenty feet.
1: She's going like every six seconds she's going more than a hundred feet. She is so gone. But
2: Javian can only go forty.
1: No, no, Javian's even further. In this Hold way, on a can...
2: stick. I should have cast Wind Wall when I could, and got her like a bird on a window, like that's...
1: Yeah, maybe, but that's <laughs> gone. So you're there. U-egg is there. You're trying to fix a dragon. U-egg sitting still, kind of sad and also stunned janice you turn into a giant eagle you're kind of soaring up watching the scene and you're actually faster than they are so you can't overtake them eventually if you need to um javian you are flying through the night sky wind is rushing by you you are f- f- flying and you can hear the sound of your sister somewhere flying after you what are you doing
4: um just gonna go till i run out of steam because i i can only hold this for a minute
1: okay it's about it's been about 50 seconds you feel it going what are you doing
4: yeah like i'm just going to um
1: are you gonna well, land I, or you're just gonna keep flying no
4: i'm going to land or you just going to keep flying no i am going to land i am going to go my full distance and land at the end okay. so i don't <laughs> fall
1: down onto the to the ground and, and the wings <laughs> away into like ash and smoke okay you've landed what are you doing i'm gonna scream okay <laughs> so you're just <sighs> out in the darkness are you just standing there waiting
0: Yeah. (laughs) You can see your
1: sister towards you. She's just flying in your direction. Janice, you see this below you.
3: I'm just gonna stay circling, just up okay. above. There's way also a
1: giant eagle circling really so high. In the like sky. like
3: yeah, like a good couple hundred. Well, I'll tell you feet. what,
1: you have the vision of a giant eagle, so you could be like almost out of their visual range and still able to see them. So yeah, I'm yeah, gonna you're stay like high. actually I'll tell you what, you guys can't even see the giant eagle in the sky, like neither of you can, but there is a giant eagle up there surveying watching everything. Yeah, um Savina's just flying towards you, barreling at you, Javian. Do you do anything? It's okay if you don't, I'm just checking.
4: I have like a long scream. Um, And then I just stare at her as she and wait silently as she comes.
1: Bigger, 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 bigger. (laughs) The wings disappear. Yeah. Um, She plummets out of the sky. What's your AC, Javian? 14. 14. Yep. Um she like her wings disappear and she literally falls out of the sky into a drop kick. And she just plants a heel in your chest. And I want you to take uh that's gonna be like eight points of bludgeoning damage. She's also gonna take some damage too because she just fell out of the air. Um so I'll tell you what. Uh Savina kicks you and then boom, break. All right, that's break.